Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. How beautiful it is to be a friend of God. And Jesus, God sent Jesus. And the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. He is your true friend. All the people out in the world, yeah, maybe they're decent. But you know what? You really need to have him and Jesus in your life. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the sincerity of silence. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi, everyone. This is Pastor Roland. Welcome. The program is Shedding Shackles. I want to welcome new listeners. We have many new listeners this week. I want to welcome you to this program, which is a very special program. Yeah, there are a lot of good programs, but I want to tell you something that I heard yesterday. I was listening to a very well-known radio preacher. He's on many stations, hundreds of stations probably across the country, and he made the comment that a lot of times when other people look at Christians, they can't see the difference between Christians and themselves. Christians have the same rate of divorce, the same drug problems and alcohol problems and marital problems and financial problems and everything else. And the preacher said there ought to be a difference. Now, that is true. That's just true. There ought to be a difference. But see, the problem is that just hearing that is not helpful because it makes you feel guilty and then you try to do something, or you think, well, maybe I'm just no good. But that's not the case. Trying to do something is not the answer. On the other hand, just throwing in the towel and figuring what's the use, that's not the answer either. There has to be an answer. And there is an answer. And it's a very simple answer that is easy to overlook. And the very simple answer is to keep yearning. That's it. Keep yearning for something good, something pure, something noble, something innocent, something true. Yearn for it. I'd like to give you a little idea where I'm going with all of this. Christ said, put first the kingdom of God in his right way, and all other things will be added unto you. Life is lived in the moment, and it's of many little moments, some of them very important, especially with your loved ones, that life is composed. And as you compose your life, moment by moment, you build character. And that character is what you take with you when you go to eternity. So I want you to see that in the moment when your wife or your child or someone is there with something important, you can search for God in that moment. You can search for God's right way in that moment. Instead of looking down into something that you heard or wrote down in some college course somewhere or what some expert said, instead, 
inquire of God. Your soul silently, wordlessly inquires of God. And that's searching for him. That's yearning for him and his right way in the moment. And that's how a beautiful life can be built moment by moment. Instead of looking down, look up. Zig Ziglar said, when the outlook is bad, try the uplook. Remember that. Look up. Lift up your eyes. Let your soul inquire of God, and you will find the answer. It'll come to you, and it'll just trip off your tongue, or a gesture, or a little something. And if nothing comes to you, then nothing is what you're supposed to do. A lot of times, nothing is what we're supposed to do, but when you stand there without trying to be a big ego, people see it as authenticity and sincerity and love, and you can't fake it. It's real. You're actually inquiring of God. It's beautiful. Here are some scriptures to consider. Christ said, seek and you will find. In the Old Testament, David says, I lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? It cometh from the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. And another verse is Jeremiah 29, 13. You shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. And another verse, when you turn from your wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. Very beautiful. When a very, very important situation arises with your child or with your partner, one of those delicate Moments where what you do or what you say makes all the difference in the world. Had you don't want to be a big ego striving to show them or prove something to them or make yourself look good. You really and truly are seeking for what to do or what to say, and you don't know. And you lift up your eyes and you silently inquire of God. You search, you seek, you want to know the right thing. And God will hear from heaven and he will answer. So you got to get your ego out of the way. Lift up your eyes and inquire of God. It's fresh, it's spontaneous, and it has life in it, and it has love in it. And it's beautiful. This is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. You can listen to past programs on our website, sheddingshackles.com, sheddingshackles.net, or sheddingshackles.us. Simply go to the homepage and then click on Listen. You can listen to the most recent programs or go to the program archives and listen to those from past years. With your support, we'll be helping people for many years to come. And in that instant, the relationship with the other person begins to heal, the air is cleared, and instantly... 
You can be a better mom, a better dad, a better everything. That is beautiful because it's a silent cry to your creator. You want to do the right thing or say the right thing, but you don't know what the right thing is. And he answers that cry. Maybe nothing needs to be said. You just stand there. But the sincerity of your silence, the searching, your eyes look up and you search and you don't know, and you don't say anything. And the other person experiences it as love because they see that you're not trying to be something. You're not trying to make an impression. You're not trying to get rid of them or wow them or impress them or do anything other than you want to know and do the right thing and you don't know what it is. It's beautiful. And in that instant, by acknowledging the truth and silently, wordlessly crying out to your Creator. That could be the change that starts you on your path. It's so beautiful. spontaneous back in your life. Christ said, unless you become as a little child. Do you remember when you were a little child? You got up in the morning and you rushed across the carpet and you did this and did that and this, this and that and you looked forward to a beautiful day and a happy day. And you were filled with energy and you learned at lightning speed. Well, you have to become like that again. Now, maybe if you're 70 or 80 years old, you're not going to move quite as fast. That's okay. But you'll have a twinkle in your eye. How many of you have known someone who had a twinkle in their eye? There is such a thing, you know. I've seen it a couple of times. You don't see it very often anymore. Just like you don't see people blushing anymore. Remember when people used to blush? Somehow we're being downgraded as a people. We're being downgraded don't let it happen to you. Return to what you know in your heart. Be more spontaneous. Cry out silently to your Creator. When you don't know, just admit that you don't know. Don't try to prove something or try to impress people. Lay your hair down. And you know what? That could be the difference that will start you on your new life of being a real person person. You already are a real person, but somehow you're trapped. I don't know. You're trapped by all your obligations, what you think you should do, and you're trapped by all of your involvements and your angers and baggage from the past. you got to become freed from it. Christ said that he came to set us free. He meant it, but you have to let it happen. See, you're blocking it right now. You're blocking. Your emotions are blocking it. You're, you're trying to make something happen blocks it. you got to be more spontaneous. You know, how many times have you been planning a dinner and you plan every little detail and everything and something doesn't work out quite right, the roast gets burns a little bit or you can't find the right color napkins or something. And, you know, sometimes isn't it more fun when something spontaneous happens 
And you just do it spontaneously. Remember the trips you took when it was all planned? It sometimes wasn't so good. But when something wasn't planned and it just sort of happened, it was like an adventure. You have to make your life more like an adventure. See, when Paul started off, he didn't know where he was going to go. He didn't know what he was going to do. But step by step, he was led. And along the way, there were many adventures. And he did a lot of wonderful things. So you could say it was spontaneous, wasn't it? He got a little help once in a while. Once in a while, an angel came along and opened opened the prison gates for him and things like that. Yeah, he got a little help. Well, you'll get a little help too when you rely upon your Creator and live by faith and look to Him for everything and stop trying to plan and scheme everything and manipulate everything. See, when you manipulate, you are blocking. You're blocking God. See, His light, His truth is pure. So, yeah, if you have something to say, say it without resentment. But if you don't know what to say, then don't say anything. Silence sometimes is golden, isn't it? Wasn't there a song, Silence is Golden? Something sweet about silence. All right. I think you got the idea. This is a very special program. It's called Shedding Shackles. I want to help you shed the shackles of the past and your emotional shackles and all the other shackles. I've been around for 34 years. That's right. Yes, I'm a pastor. I am a pastor. But I'm a non-denominational pastor. So all I do is, uh, and I don't have a building. I just have a microphone and I talk. Pray God something good comes out to awaken you, awaken you to a new life with your Creator. You need Him in your life. That's what's, that's what's missing right now. you got to have your Creator in your life. Oh, and be sure to take note right now of what time this program is on, because I'm only on once or twice a week. My name is Rowan. As we're near the end of our time together, I invite you to visit the many resources available at our website, SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. You can listen to past programs, read more about Roland's meditation, or watch Roland's video lectures. Listen in again next week, same time, same station. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome back. I'd like to start with a question. Greg from San Leandro. My question is this. Is there such thing as a rapture? Like when you see in the movies? Or is this something that you made up? Bye. God bless. Thanks, Greg. That's a good question. Is there going to be a rapture? Well, the scripture says that there will be, and the main text is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 15 through 18. And I'm, I'll read them. 
For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Let me read it again. The dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. So, yes, there will be a rapture. Now, I think that that's enough to be said. That's beautiful in and of itself. It's comforting to know. And Paul tells us this. He says, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord. In other words, what he said is inspired. See, they were kind of worried. They said, well, what about the people who died? What's going to happen to them? And Paul said, don't worry. By the word of the Lord, they will rise first, and we will join them in the clouds to meet the Lord, and we will ever be with the Lord. It's very beautiful. So that's comforting. So yeah, there will be. There will be what is called a rapture. And it's something to look forward to, isn't it? It's very beautiful. And you will seek me and find me when you will search for me with all your heart. I want to follow up with what I was saying earlier about yearning for God, yearning for some. See, long before you finally come back to God, long before that, maybe long before you even know about God or long before you're even sure about him or about Jesus, long before that, Something in you, a part of you, yearns for something good and something true. And that yearning is already the beginning. And probably that yearning is actually imparted to you from God. You see, he begins everything good. Christ said of myself, I can do nothing. It is the Father within who doth the works. 
So, look, you have made a couple of major boo-boos in your life, most likely. One of them is that you're trying to save yourself. You can't save yourself. God saves. God saves. You have to be willing, and you have to yearn for truth, yearn for something good. And then, when the light begins to dawn, be willing to admit in your heart that you're wrong. That's all. Be willing to see your resentments and your hostility and your judgment of other people and your anger toward other people, especially your mom and your dad. You have to see that and see that it's wrong and be sorry about it. That's all. Just quietly sorry in your heart, not in front of other people and not crying a bunch of crocodile tears but just quietly regretting what you see about yourself and at the same time realizing that you can't change yourself. And that quiet realization, that quiet humbling, see, it's called repentance. It's a sad lad. You're sad to see what you see about yourself, but you're glad to see it. You see, you just want to come clean. You want to come clean. You don't want to live a lie anymore. You don't want to hate anymore. It's kind of a helpless sadness. And you see quietly in the light. And that light is from God. And so it's beginning. And he is the beginner. See, when you start anything yourself, when you roll up your sleeves and try to save yourself, or you make some kind of plan or set some kind of goals or something, it's something that you came up with. Or something that somebody came up with and suggested to you. Let it be of God. So just go about your business. Go about your life. If you're a mom, just be a mom, be a dad, be a student, be whatever you are, be unemployed. It doesn't matter. Just go about your life and, and live. But quietly yearn for something good. Yearn for something sweet. And be willing to admit the truth. So if you're with somebody and then you say something and it's phony, then you see that it's phony, just see it. See that it's phony. Always admit the truth, whatever it is. See? That's the beginning. And then your other mistake is that you've taken a lot of burdens of sin upon yourself. Look, you're born with a nature, a fallen nature, a doubting nature. And when you were a child, people laid a lot of things upon you. And uh, all you could do is react and try to get by. And the outside got on the inside. You began to resent people. First you resented your parents, and you went to school, you resented other kids that acted cool, and they acted like they were better than you, and they put you down, and they teased you. And some kids were teachers' pets. See, and other kids stole your money or something, and you saw the unfairness, and you, you hated them. See, and then you went to work, and before you know it, at work, you couldn't believe it. People were gossiping about each other. There was backstabbing going on. People were mean. People were catty. Some people didn't like you. You just got there and you didn't do anything wrong. All you did was go to work. And some people didn't like you and talked behind your back and attempted you to hate them. 
as you hated, as you hated your parents, as you hated other kids, as you hated people in, at work, as you did that, that allowed the outside to get inside. See, your force field, like the Starship Enterprise, remember it had a force field. Whenever you hate or you resent other people, or when you become super emotional and excited, or super angry, your force fields are down and the outside gets on the inside, then it was inside. Then you did a lot of really not so good things. Maybe you divorced your wife or your husband, or you cheated on somebody, or you betrayed somebody, or you took drugs or something. A lot of things you did, taking drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. The reason for it was you were just trying to hide from what was inside. You were trying to hide from what had gotten inside because that nature that was out in the world in other people that made them the way they were, it got inside of you. But there's a benefit to it because now that it's in you and you see yourself doing bad things, wrong things, you see yourself being cruel and being phony, see, and uh, manipulating, and you see all that, you see that, and now you realize that they couldn't help themselves any more than you can help yourself, so now you can forgive them. But when you forgive them, something magical happens. God, see, the one who makes you realize that they can't help themselves, it's him. The one who shines the light upon your own wrong and you see your own wrong, it's him. The one who makes you realize that you can't make yourself right. It's him. It's him. Now you can just let your hair down. Let him lead you. Let him repent you. See? And then all of a sudden, one day you, you see that you're being mean to your kids or impatient with someone, or you suddenly realize that you betrayed your wife or something, and you have a little, you sob some tears over it. And then after that, you wipe away the tears and you realize that God doesn't hate you. See, he just wants you to see that you made some boo-boos and stopped making them. And now you're better. When you reconcile with conscience through repentance, which God begins that process, then you become a friend of God. How beautiful it is to be a friend of God. And Jesus, God sent Jesus, and the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. He is your true friend. All the people out in the world, yeah, maybe they're decent, but you know what? You really need to have him and Jesus in your life. Let him take the burden upon himself. And you are forgiven and then wipe the tears from your eyes step outside see the sun shining now you can be a better mom a better dad a better everything because you have God and Jesus in your life until next time Lord willing and the Greek don't rise I'll see you then bye bye
You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.